No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Chee! Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at TheVaneAndAssociates.com. I repeat, TheVaneAndAssociates.com. They are the best in the game, and they got you any day, anytime, anywhere. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky and Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we teach up-and-coming entrepreneurs how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. So, guys, today is a, a pretty special episode. Um, I have a, a, my, my family here with me, a lot of us here, and we're here to talk about something different. You know, we're here to talk about mental health, we're, th- we're here to talk about depression, we're here to talk about, you know, dealing with pain and all that. This is not like our usual, you know, the podcast where we talk about business. This is something, you know, different. And I am really, really happy to be having this conversation today. Because I feel like it's something that goes on in our everyday life and it's something that needs to be talked about, okay? So uh, without wasting any time, let me quickly, um, you know, let the guests in the house introduce themselves. We'll go this way. The guy next to me. Hello. My name is Godson. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Shout Godson. out to Godson. Next. Hello, guys. This is Miss Eleanor. Miss E. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Wanda. Uh, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Wanda, thank you. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Tenny. Hey, Tenny. Yay. Let's go. So, whew, so today's conversation, okay? is going to be about dealing with depression. Uh, first things first, I want to say, I don't know what depression is. You get it, right? I really don't know what depression is. I feel like I, I might have been depressed and I didn't know it, it was called depression. You get it, right? So I'll be honest with you guys. You know, uh, but the point, the you know, the purpose of this conversation is really to identify what depression is, you know, and ex- ex- and share our stories of how, you know, in one shape or form, we've all been depressed and then how we came out of it. We agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, um, first, what is depression? Any idea? So, um, depression is uh, is a combination of several symptoms. It's more of um, having low moods, um, loss of interesting <coughs> activities that you would once enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the extremity would be going suicidal, mm-hmm. but depression is um, highs and lows in one's mood. Is highs how I would um, oh, is how I would explain that. Yeah, you <coughs> you experience probably mania at some point, and then you're depressed, which sometimes can be very misunderstood with other types of mental disorders. But I will put depression as um, having low moods. Low moods. Yep. That makes sense. 
any addition, subtraction, modification to the No, okay. So I have we have any of us here been depressed? Yes. Oh wow. So 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 can we give her the microphone to you know express? Does anybody have any we can just share the microphone with her? So this is Wanda speaking. Please tell us Hello. About your story of depression. I actually didn't know that I was depressed um, until I spoke to like my sister and she just said I should speak to a professional. Yeah. And then I took like a questionnaire and then she was able to diagnose what I had and was severe depression according to her. Mm. <coughs> so I would probably need medication. But um, it was, I when I started noticing was for like a few months, I wouldn't want to get out of bed. There was like low motivation to do anything. I would like have several um chores or like activities to do but i didn't want to be productive i'm just laying in bed i'm going to work i'm not enjoying what i'm doing i'm not even enjoying like tv shows or like movies that i would regularly watch i didn't feel like contacting anybody i i I felt comfortable in my loneliness and in that state that i was i didn't like know that it was depression but um from seeing a therapist they tell you there's always an underlying factor something that has always um probably been building up for a long time yeah she said that mine probably started when i came here to america um especially um going to boarding school from graduating going to another place that i didn't have my family then coming here at 18 not having family, family again yeah. it's like a combination compounding of yeah everything just i didn't yeah. know now just exploded yeah. yeah so it's just that till now there's many things that i've lost interest in that i would rather enjoy doing but when i pick it up to do i don't that low motivation is always constant. Always I mean, there are times when I feel better, like when you're surrounding, you're with people that like make you happy. Like sometimes when I come here on the weekends, I feel very like a lot better than I w- I would normally by myself, and that it's kind of like a high would take me throughout the rest of the week. So I feel I've been around um, several people. They've lifted up my spirits, and now I can just go home and. At least, kind of help me push, push through the week. week. Yeah. yeah, so it's a lot. Mm. It's good to always have somebody with you, not with you, but like talk to somebody. Yeah. Because I feel like if I wasn't talking to anyone, I'd probably be worse off than I am. I'm thankful to God that I haven't gotten to the point where I've been thinking of taking my own life. Because mm. people do go through that. There are a lot of people that go through that phase of wanting to take their own lives but i'm thankful to god that i haven't gotten to that stage and i'm able to like nip it in a bud because i feel like if i wasn't talking to somebody or i wasn't like trying actively trying to be better or trying to like cure it or trying to like get out of it yeah i would be in worship and i am now gotcha yeah so it is a lot that's thanks for sharing wanda any any addition so what i would like to add is just the meaning of uh, depression i think one other thing is the loss in value you lose value in things that should make sense or should be essential for your life 
and I guess this would really speak to the extreme levels of depression where like people no longer see a value in life mm. or value in the people around them or value in um, the things that used to not just give them fun but then the things that used to make them uh, fundamentally alive like food like um, clothing or like like even your house some people don't want to even be in their own house you know there's just a loss of value in the things that should make sense in your life so that that is something I would like to add to the definition of depression oh. so loss of value is not just you know so it's not just um changing mood but also it gets to that extreme point where you lose value of things you even lose value of yourself in life exactly I mean, um, um, we don't want to start um, sharing my story all over again. But I think one thing that happens when um, one gets depressed, truth is you don't even know, especially if you're having like um, first episodes, maybe when it's new to you, like you mentioned, you don't even know that you're being depressed. And sometimes it could develop into something more severe it starts with this slight feeling um, of um, of having a low mood so you're not sure how long it's gonna last mm-hmm. and if you don't check maybe at that time it could you know worsen it it could become you know more severe and um, same thing everyone has mentioned you just lose, lose interest in things that naturally will make you happy you know you don't see Sometimes you don't even see the need for leaving. Yeah. It gets to that point where people, there's nothing to look forward to anymore gotcha. in life. And most times it would, of course, cause anxiety, you know, definitely. And then at some point it makes you feel like, I, I mean, the one that's happened to me, the points I felt like um, no one else is going through the same thing. And it could get more frustrating at that point whereby you think you're the only one in this mental space. For instance, remember days where I'll see people, you know, just laughing and everything. I mean, the same uh, um, um, circle, yeah, yeah with, them. with them. And, you know, having conversations that are actually fun and laughing, but you're not even able to. It's not fun to you and everyone is laughing. And then wow. that can cause more pain because you feel, oh, you are the only one going through you know this thing and this you want to keep you isolated you feel the world is not even safer you just want to be alone like you don't want to interact you know because most interaction doesn't even make any meaning you don't want to even speak out to be honest sometimes you know <coughs> but thankfully um the awareness there has been created now for people to actually speak out you know um that that issue of what's the word now um this thing they, they tag on on people who are depressed to make them feel you know they are abnormal mental illness yeah the stigma you know mental illness is real just like they let us know the same way your body feels a type of way or the same way in africa one has malaria the the, the brain the mind can fall sick and yeah. fall you know short so i mean it's always good to speak up you know yeah before we get to that, that was my own little experience when I had episodes of depression. Okay. Is it is it possible for one to go through life without being depressed? I think it is very possible. And this is why I think so. Um so when I lost my dad, right, there yeah. were 
immediately my mind was in this case where I was thinking that okay this is where you be, you experience depression, depression or where you would feel like you want to take your life or anything yeah. i was searching for that moment now um there are moments where i wasn't feeling like i wanted to do anything but it was as though there was something else that was giving me the the strength to stand up like like it wouldn't let me stay in that place yeah um so the minute a thought comes that isn't a thought that would let me be that wouldn't let me go forward a thought that wants to hinder me from going the minute that thought comes another thought comes not just even a thought that is even bigger than a thought it's, it's more like a force that just pushes me or pushes that thing to become of no value or yeah. no need or of no use yep. immediately um so i i just did not understand it because i had heard that once people get in a sad place it is automatic to become depressed in that moment mm -hmm. uh, and in my case i was looking forward to that depression but it did not come i didn't get to the place i would i would thoughts obviously thoughts were coming but then like it i wasn't able to come to that place where i was really oppressed with that um and there was this time that i came to this understanding of it that um, and it's this this thing is actually in Ecclesiastes. I did not even know it was in the Bible. But there was this time I came to the knowledge of it, and it was um, it, there was this understanding that I got, and the understanding was that knowledge is um, what you know about. Basically, what you know begins to it can be a gift, yeah. but it can also be. Uh, I don't want to use the word curse. The lack 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 of a better word. I just don't know the right word to use. So now. While I was in that, while I was in that place where like I would want to do certain things, literally I was the one that would want to be depressed. depressed like I would want yeah, to do yeah, things yeah, that yeah, make yeah. me be depressed, but I wasn't actually being like my body or my mind or my thought wouldn't like really just sit in that place. Yeah. So anytime I would be wondering why this is, and then the understanding was I know too much about life to think that I should be that way. Oh man. You know, I have like to, I, uh, by that time I had al already understood that my life was not for me. It was for other people. I had this value of, um, I had this understanding of value for other people, not myself. Yeah. So even though I wanted to sit or like, I wanted to push myself to be in that manner, it wasn't even just the people that I was remembering, but the fact that I have something to do, I have a job. You to had pursue. a stronger reason. Yes. I had something that was beyond me beyond, to, yeah, pursue. Yeah, to pursue. Um, so I think that, uh, one of the biggest reasons why many people go into depression is just this understanding that we have, uh, that, um, life is about us it's about me it's about my life or it's about the people around me or it's yeah. about um on this wall that i am like basically it's about my name or my future or my basically just the my concept going on and uh, not that that's a bad thing but i think one of the biggest issues is that once we place things about us it is very easy to lose value, to lose value yeah because once the thing is really about you and about about you, once there are certain things that are hurting you, you no longer see the value in it anymore. That's true. That's true. Uh, and so I had already come to that understanding that my life wasn't about me. I had already, um, I had deeper teachings or deeper understanding of what I would pursue, how I would pursue them. I had dreams, I had written all kinds of things. I had already even started my own autobiography. Like I had gone deeper into the life that I wanted to live. So getting to a place where um, or allowing myself to come and sit down and say, okay, I'm, I want to sulk or I want to cry or I, I want know, to be yeah, deepened yeah. in this pain. It wasn't, it wasn't a clear vision for the vision that I already found. You know, it wasn't something that can stand. stand yeah. It was, it was, it wasn't going to, it's not a feasible thing to do for that vision itself. 
So I think that if one already, not, not that you have to have the exact kind of teaching that I have, but if one already has something or they found something that is beyond themselves, I think it is very possible to not experience depression ever wow. if what you have found is beyond yourself. Wow. It's interesting you said something. Oh, um, you said because you are aware of it, you get me right, you're looking for it. Yes. You because literally were like, yeah, this yeah. is the stage where the depression comes yeah. in. And, and, and just, just to tell you how, like, I feel like it's all sometimes just mental. Like, you were, like, if you weren't ready for it, you would have been depressed. Like, yeah. you know, you would have gone to that state. But, but now that it knows that, you know that oh this person has been like a stronger backup you get right like you know so let me don't go mess with this person that's kind of like what it sounded like to me you mm. get so it's all about just being aware yeah yeah i, I mean the, th- the thing is most of the things we talk here as as huge as I, I i feel like i said in my daily life you, you get right there are times where i also get in that place where i lose value for what i'm doing you get right that I lose interest in the normal things that I like. I lose interest in, um, you know, exercising. I lose interest in even, you know, just eating food too. You get, but, but one thing that always keeps me going is, is um, you know, like Teddy talked about, just knowing your why. You get right, like you know, you have you you need to have a, a powerful force against depression on your side, or else it's easy for it to just yeah. drag you into that threshold and just keep you there you get right like even this past few days with the death of uh, my friend i i literally go into that that place where i get sad and i don't want to do anything you get right mentally my mind just tells me don't, don't do anything don't do anything but i'm like no you can't you really just can't you know you you've come too far in life to just you know accept mm-hmm. that oh wow i'm not just gonna you know do anything i'm just gonna stay like that there's no there's no value in that i've heard stories of you know similar situations so i kind of like I know, I've had experience of it. I've had l- like little knowledge of it, so I know, but it just starts with someone that doesn't completely have any knowledge about it. Mm. Yeah. So uh, let me just add this one. Anyone want? Uh, yeah. So I think uh, like in our daily lives, literally we have so many things that can just suck us, in, suck, that can just suck us into yeah. a, a place where we're just being on our own. Um, for I think that in every, whether you're an extrovert or something, I think in every person, there is this little bit of introvertedness in you mm-hmm. where you just want to have your moment where it's just about you. You know, every single person has that time. And so even in that little time, that part that is part of your natural self, you could actually get a form of depression even in that. It might not be a crazy, I want yeah. to kill myself, but then you could actually, you could just, that's, Times that there are times that you think about just yourself alone so much that you begin to bend into this place of lowness and uh, you don't want to do anything anymore. You don't want to push anything anymore. You know. So I feel like in our natural state, it is very easy to just fall into any form, whether the least form of depression, depression to the yeah. highest form of depression. It is very easy. Mm. However, you need to find something that is bigger than yourself so that when those moments come that thing that is bigger than yourself will be a reminder, a strength, a force. That sometimes, that sometimes even something that is bigger than you sometimes might not even be a vision or an activity or something that you want to do in life. It could actually be someone. Yeah. It could actually be people yeah. outside of yourself. But that force must be something that is external. And that external force is what will pull you out of whatever moment that you're in that you probably shouldn't be in for too long. Okay, so for me, I mean, I just think there's there's so many f- things that causes depression. 
Do you get what I mean? Some people are maybe due to insecurities, you know, this social media world that we're living in, maybe trying to keep up and the pressure of just life in general can get one in that state. Meanwhile, there are other people who have everything that you probably think about, but they're still very depressed. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So that, like, that's basically like the point that I wanted to make. So when we're talking about depression, we should have that understanding that there's so many factors out there. Like grief can be one of them. Like just so many things that can actually cause depression. Like for me, for example, the weather change. When it gets in the winter time, yeah. Yeah. I, I will get so depressed. And in my mind, I'm wondering... What is going what is on? Going on yeah. Like, why am I so depressed? Why am I so sad? Why Why is it that I, can't, I don't want to go outside? I don't want to eat. I just want to isolate myself. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can actually, just to, like, touch based on what Tenny said, you can have value in life. You can have all those things going for you. You can actually be in a very good place in life. But yet, so you're still very depressed. Still very depressed. depressed. And you don't even know that. So I just think it's just the grace of God that really keeps people going, like, daily because for I remember like just this week pretty much there's really nothing that really got me into that state but then I just wanted to like really be alone alone. wherein I just don't want to talk I just I'm just there and it's not like anything happened you know what I mean so these are the things that are actually are my concerns like I want to learn because we're all learning from each other like you know why is it that someone out of nowhere you just get into depression no go 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 but after yeah so i think we've um, moved to causes of depression it sounds yeah. like that yeah. yeah so um there could be several reasons you've mentioned them already you've mentioned some already um um an unpleasant experience that one might have had in the past you know and you know you could trigger that of course grief, loss of a loved one, of course, can cause one to, to be depressed. Um, situation of things in life, thinking about what could go wrong tomorrow. You know, people have the fear of the future. Yeah, fear of failure that you've not experienced can get you depressed. Um, so, for what Elena has said, now, none of these things are happening Maybe you're not going through grief, or you're not you're not um, grieving the love, um, the loss of a loved one. Sorry, and um, none of these things. Maybe no really unpleasant situation has happened, um, and all. One thing that could be going on with that individual is um, imbalance in in certain chemicals of the brain. Um, so for those that experience SAD. You know, that has to do with the change of um, season, weather. Yes, because the sunlight, right, um, triggers certain chemicals in the brain that, um, I don't know if it's the serotonin or whatever, sometimes I get confused with the names. So, yeah, this is, this, this, um, these chemicals are actually responsible for, for happy moods and all of that. And so when there's not enough sunlight, you know, causes that imbalance so um there's nothing to trigger those things in the brain if you watch especially in this country people get going more in the summer so not just because the weather is good but then that the sun gives life you know and also 
generally apart from that even in summers if there's nothing happening you feel you still feel depressed whether this is summer or whatever trust me it could be just because of the chemical imbalance you know where the chemicals that are responsible for certain happy moods yeah in your body. so that way that can be treated that can really you know tell you do exercises get involved like we're doing you come on saturday honestly same thing wanda said it was same thing for us not that one was going through depression, depression whatever, yeah. but that's drive weekend everybody's hyped and you just for the you just find it just has a way of pushing mm. you through the week you're having reflection on how the weekend went you know it, it does a great deal and yeah so times like this they advise people you know you know one you know one um um, tricky thing about depression you wouldn't want you to do the things you should do that can help for instance one is depressed you don't want to exercise but then if you push through yeah I, i'm telling you from experience you push through just do it it has a way of alleviating one's mood you know take a walk you know those things i feel ah, i don't feel like doing it i'm depressed just push through and then um again why i said it's tricky is because anxiety starts tri- you know creeping in gradually and everything then you know what anxiety does of course there are different um, levels of anxiety different mental disorders um, when that happens anxiety can cause you to start it can cause intrusive thoughts yeah thoughts start rushing through your mind and you're wondering how then you think you don't have control of those thoughts but then you don't know that it's actually anxiety causing this so it has it started with depression it has come to, to anxiety, anxiety and it's the brain is just so powerful you start thinking abstract things that you shouldn't you know that causes you to feel sometimes it it disrupts your whole day activities those thoughts can be so sticky in the mind you don't want to live and everything and you know one thing about thoughts the more you fight it the more they stay Mm. so the technique they said is you face your thoughts face your fear it's just like doing something repeatedly rather yeah and then you so become used to it that it doesn't have any effect on you anymore yeah sometimes that happens there are many information out there that could help with times like this um can sorry talking too much right now so back to what Tenny said can someone you ask the question is it possible for one to live life live um journey through life without being depressed absolutely 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 you can get to a point where you can actually live life without being like it's different from you just being unhappy momentarily and being sad for maybe but depression is a, is a state it mm. can be lingered days weeks months years actually you can be unhappy you can be sad about certain things but can you live without depression very i'm telling you very very possible you know with the understanding of certain things you can actually live life of being happy once in a while you're not happy about something but getting that sort of depression yeah. you can you can it's very possible i believe so um there's this lady that i was reading about um her name is um, elizabeth Elliot, and there's this one thing that she kept pushing in her book and she yeah. was saying how like um especially for young people we underrate the beauty of work we underrate the effect of we underrate the effectiveness of work we now live in a world where everything that you need or you want is somehow on the internet someone will call or someone will you you open your instagram and somehow you see an ad that tells you how you can make money without leaving your house 
or how you can be under your duvet and you can make the amount of wealth that you need without doing anything. And do if we if we would all agree here, the one state, the one thing, or the one thing that makes depression stand is really the fact that you're not doing anything. And so if we keep embracing all these ideas that life can work without doing, without doing anything, anything. Yeah. we will have more people going into a place where they are depressed. Mm. Because every single human being, you are a machine that ought to be working. And working is not just going to an office. It's not, it's not even working. Literally waking up in the morning, dressing your bed is work. Um, coming out of your room and meeting, seeing somebody for no absolute reason and greeting them pleasantly is work. Calling a family member, whether you spoke to them two years ago or two minutes ago, is work. Expressing some appreciatedness to someone is work. Like literally, you know what to eat is work. yes, okay. like there's 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 one thing that Will Smith said when he was talking about his dad. He said his dad would teach them that you working or washing the plates or the dishes in the house is the same thing as you doing your assignment. Uh, even this Elizabeth Elliot, you were saying that there's no, you cannot, you, even as a Christian, you cannot say, I'm going to praise the Lord when you have not cleaned your bed or your, your house. Literally, all these things are work. Being a functional human being is not just about having a job or being a Christian or going to church. Being a functional human being is making sure your room is set clean. Not clean to the standard as what the world is saying, but clean to the standard as you, what you know, that this is how I want to survive in life. So if your room is clean to that standard, your house is clean, the people around you feel a presence. There's a scripture in, I think it's First Samuel um, 16, and it's saying, it's talking about David, who David is. And they were describing him, and they said that David is a man of good presence. If you're a functional person, you ought to be a person that carries good presence. You step into a place and you're not bringing bad vibes. Like literally everybody's not trying to escape the room because you just stepped in. So like literally there, there is so much that we ought to work on, but we're not working on because somehow we feel like it's on the internet. And then we go on the internet and we see somebody that doesn't, is also not working as we are not working. And yeah. they now feel like your page is where they need to get a, jo a job. <laughs> so you post something and then they respond on that and then you say it's none of your business, but you just gave mm, me something Trump that should be a business. In a public domain. So you see, like the kind of things that is going on now doesn't give room for us to actually be a depressed, less free, or be whatever. Sure. So it doesn't give us that room. Mm. Except we decide by ourselves and say, you know what? I want to make sure that my life isn't a life that is on the statistics. I need to work. And that work is not just office. It's not just um, things that people call work. Mm. Work is within you. It starts from inside of you, inside comes of you. out. It, ex it goes extensively to others around you. Even to b we claim to want global lives. Your, 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 your work has to extend. Mm. We have the internet for that. It has to extend for global experiences. People need to experience you without knowing you. Mm. But we don't have that kind of platform now anymore or we don't push for that kind of platform so little by little the ones that we know now each one of us we have the power to make that um life to to begin to make that work that we need so you don't have a mic 
So why are you getting like let me share something? Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So this uh this point you made was is so so true. Like um how your daily life activities could can tools can help you, you know, um whatever you're going through. Like there was this a book I read, you know, he talked about the importance of cleaning a room in cleaning your room, you get right? Or just finding a room in your house and just keeping that room clean. And you know, in times like this when you get in that sad stage, even when um, he talked about the power of dressing your bed in the morning, you go out and everything else could be bad, but just coming home to that well dressed bed and laying your head on it helps to clear some toxic things around you. Mm-hmm. The, the, like the difference between your, when your bed is dressed and you come and sleep on top of it, and when you come home after a shitty day and still come to it an undressed bed <laughs> you get right and you still lay on that bed then you wake up the next morning it's like the power of you know the way you slept is still there you come back you sleep on that again just that repeating that circle kind of like puts you in that in that in that dark area but when you wake up every morning and then you dress your bed your bed is nice there's this it's it's like the first win ever for you and then if you go outside and you you know, you lose or you win, and then you come back home, and you still come back to a bed that is dressed. There's, there's some kind of victory in that that you know kind of like helps with your mood and mm-hmm. and helps relieve you from whatever that the day has offered you. You get right. So I, 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 I think it's 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 very important that we start paying attention to like little little things in our lives. You understand? Like even keep your shoes properly. You get right. Like just. You know, start putting your life in order a little bit, and then before you know it, other areas of the, your life will put yourself in order. But if you're that type that you li- you don't keep your shoes in order, if you look at people that are depressed most of the time, I, I I think these are like kind of the signs of it. Just don't care about anything. Just walking in and bam bam, you drop your shoe, you just bah, on top bed. But if you're that type, okay, um, let me okay, my shoe needs to be here. I keep my shoe here. My bed needs to be this way. You know, it that being organized like that kind of like helps also organize your mind i don't know but that's what i think so elena you had a question right no actually i don't know if i should ask it but i'm just gonna go ahead anyway so i'm i I mean i agree with literally what you guys are saying yeah but then i'm again one one thing that keeps popping up in my mind is that what about if you do all what about the people that do all these things that you guys have stated i can fix my shoes in the morning like some people yeah they have this thing OCD or whatever they clean wonderfully like they can't stay in a in a messy place but what about people like that that are out there probably listening to us that actually do all the things that we have stated but yet are still depressed so that this this is this is where I want us to get to that point beyond like the reality now you know what I mean beyond just you know so so let me answer that question now this is my belief um if somebody if this has never happened before then um there are a lot of things about god that we need to then assess my belief is if you are one that has submitted or dedicated your life to god and you are working on that path it is impossible for you to be depressed and now 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 so so this is it if if you um if you're working with god and you're allowing god to lead you and you're living no don't don't get me wrong obviously we many times me myself is an example i say i'm working with god and sometimes i'm like oh, this is god thing we need to step aside one time 
and then when I step aside for that one moment, I see the things that happen to me that are not literally. I know that this is a, these things are happening to me because I have stepped out. But when I'm walking on that path and I'm allowing God lead me, I experience the goodness that the Bible itself has explained and expressed to me that this is the kind of life that I can live. So if me, personally, this is just my belief, if you, and I know that many times, especially as young people, we've made it look like, oh, once we start putting God, now we're just being overly spiritual and it's no longer physical. But that's what we need. You need to be overly spiritual. You need to set your life in order with God. You have to dedicate it to God. Because like every single thing, that yesterday we were listening to um, Pastor David uh, Oyedefo and he was saying how like um, the one seed that we have is not money, it's not anything, but it is your life. And this life that we've been given, and no, there's nobody in this life right now that can tell me how, like they have facts and proof how they got that life that they have. How that their mother and their father were the ones that chose out, like how it, it became so clear the way that it is. Nobody can say it. Everybody's saying, okay, oh, some people are saying, oh, we claim God. Some people are saying they don't claim God. But now if you do believe that God is, and like what the Bible has said is true, then you have to align yourself with God. If you align yourself and you dedicate that life that you've been given or you dedicate that seed that you've been given to God and you allow him to really, really lead you the way that he wants to lead you, truthfully, there is no way that you experience depression. That's just my answer. All right, I understand, like, the spiritual aspect because I was going to actually get to that point. You know, like, you know, so I, sometimes I'll, well, I would like to say that depression is one of those things where you, you you lose trust completely in God. That was, you know, because I do get depression. So a point of wanting to take my own life. Yeah, I do get that severe depression even when I'm working with God. So I was also going to come to that spiritual aspect of things because there are pastors who have committed suicide mm. because they are depressed. Yeah. God is using them mightily. Yeah. They are in church. Mm. Listen, they are in church. Yeah. The thing is that I want us to get real with this topic. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are people... See, there are people oh, that no. are facing this thing, even in church. Even pastors, the people... That listen, listen. Even pastors that mm-hmm. we listen to, no, 100%. Even pastors that we listen to 100%. get depressed yeah. because they don't come out and talk about it. Doesn't mean they have they they don't get depressed. That's what I want. One thing I want us to also think into take into consideration: the spiritual aspect. Yes, God, me one hundred percent. I know my life is not Ooh, in my hands; yes. it's in God's hands. Yes, you yes, get what I mean? Yes. But there are days that I will pray like this. I will kabash very seriously, and I'll come out depressed. Yes. There are days that I, will, after coming from church, a very hot message, and I will go home oh, depressed. depressed yeah. There are men of God. There are ministers like that. Even the people that we look up to when it comes to our spiritual life. So that's something I want us to get real with this topic. You know, like, uh, okay, God, God, say. Okay. So I start with what Tony said. You know, which was very profound, talking about work, and I'm always saying this to myself. Work, the 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 word work is is broad. It's not job, not my job, the work, and. One thing I remind myself is there is the work I have.
have to do while I'm on earth the work that has to do with your purpose in life um, we've mentioned that there are many causes different causes of depression and I'll, I'll shed more light on that so um, before we go to this point what I was going to add to what she said was find the work you've been called to do, to do yeah. right now that helps you live for a bigger for a bigger reason you have a bigger view on life it's not about me right now there's something, something to accomplish that i cannot let anything distract you from yeah stop me no matter how i feel and i've come to a complete belief and realization that i have to put my feelings aside i may not feel like there are many things like you're saying this week too many assignments i have this m- this month you know I love doing my music, but to be honest, have I been feeling this joy and happiness too? Not really, to be of, to be honest. But I've come to the point, I have understanding that, look, like you said, this is not me. Um, in me fulfilling my assignments, lives are being transformed. People are discovering their destinies and all. So, whether I like it or not, I'm putting feelings aside, yeah. I'm putting my feelings aside, and doing, and doing what I have, have to, to do. do the yeah. work, that's the work you have to do. Now, then, you talk about same thing, purpose, the work. Um, one of the one, like we're saying, we're not saying this is just the reason why people get depressed. But one of the reason is if you've not found the work you're meant to do in life, you can get depressed mm-hmm. by watching others do theirs. Honest truth. So, the fastest way, which has to do with jealousy and envy and all these things, the fastest way to kill all of that, especially when you're seeing your when the word your mates one of the biggest words <laughs> of African parents. <laughs> your mates. Uh. Your mates. <laughs> you know, I'm doing this, your mates. So, I've gone to that point. I, I'm happy. I can learn from what you're doing. But I think what God has put in each and every one of us is more than enough to take us to any, when I mean any level, more than enough. If God has given you the gift of friend granite, it's more than enough. Mm. I'm telling you. It's just for you to look inside, work it out, tap in. Social media has, I don't know, that you know the debates we usually have then has social media done more harm than good to i don't know right now because it's crazy where you go on the like, like you said you go on the internet you just see something then you come under this level of pressure to want to meet up with what people are doing you easy way of getting easy way of getting depressed so internet is moving fast instead of you looking inwards finding what you're meant to do and all of that, you yeah. are now sold out to watching that people live their lives yeah. and do it. You don't know people are pe- social media is a place of any like somebody made a joke that even on social media, if you check it now on your iPhone, a chicken is bigger than a car in terms of size. In real life, is that true? Mm-hmm. A chicken animal mm-hmm. looks bigger than a car on social. If you go to your emoji and put chicken and car together, you see the chicken is bigger. So someone's just trying to say that's how social media has made everything look like. Oh, this person want to show you is a chicken behind though, but it's coming on social media to show you all sorts and everything. But you have not you you feel though nothing is going on with your life and you are you get depressed. So then we come down now to what um, Eleanor was saying. Again, um, setting um, setting let me use the word treatment so setting cure for depression differs are relative if yours is 
if yours is not because of anything that happened or, an, or occurrence, it could be the chemical Im- imbalance we spoke about. Because the brain is just like that. It's not producing enough chemical that, that, that um, makes you happy. That could be the cause as well. And um, not trying to counter what we're learning here. When we mention pastors, mention bishops, I think that's one thing we need to start renew- renewing our minds about. You see that title bishop? It doesn't add nothing to anybody. If my re- level of relation, uh, uh, revelation with God is is bigger, let me use the word bigger than the bishops, I, w- I will automatically do better than him. It's that's just it. This has nothing to do with oh who you are. Yeah. Um, I I have this. It doesn't. Have, if you don't know, you don't know. Your your title does not mean knowledge or anything. Does this still happen to people who are genuinely, you know, big in the spirit? Yes. For instance, Elijah. Which all, you know, Elijah was calling fire from heaven, like was calling literal fire. He did all of all these things, and one time he became depressed, right? And then he was complaining to God. He asked God, he became suicidal. He said, God, take my life. Like, this is someone who just came out from killing 400 professors, but doing all the things he did. And he's telling God, like, why? Because a woman threatened him that he's g- she's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, woman. women, we talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> this woman threatened Elijah and wow. said that we kill you. And the guy got depressed. And God had to, God spoke. To God. You know the funny thing? God understands yeah. all. He says, how, how did the Bible put it? He's aware of everything. Has Jesus gone through depression? I, won't be, I, I, I wouldn't say yes, but I won't be surprised. How do I know? His statement when he wanted to die, he said, nah, he if this was possible, possible. Let this, that was the weight of the whole world on him at that point, you know. Again, why did he do that? He took all of that so that, Shebi depression is a form of sickness. Sorry for those that don't understand Shebi. <laughs> what Shebi Maybe. in English? Is it <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, hmm. but now we come to spiritual aspect. That's where I'm ending my, you know, um, discussion. Yeah comes spiritual aspects elijah had god had to intervene in his own matter yeah now what was the main purpose of jesus coming died salvation right and then he said in the word salvation now this is spiritual cure whereby you can actually live a life free from depression this is the truth and this comes with revelation of we this is perfect truth if the bible cannot lie he said uh, he was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my need, by um, chastisement of my peace was upon him. By his stripes we yeah, are healed. Yeah. And then theologians made us understand that each stripe represented every sickness which is known to man, categorized into four, 39 or so, and then had one more lash, uh, stand to be corrected, which made it 40. And they said the last one was in case there's any sickness that they did not mention but we don't know that will come tomorrow. He had taken care of that. What does that mean? The Bible cannot lie. It means that depression is a form of sickness too. It's a form of mental illness. It means that there is it, there's a possibility that we can. But now, dealing with it from a spiritual angle means yeah. that there has to be a level of revelation that we have gotcha. about you know God and life, whereby we come to a point, nothing, very... P- when the Bible says, what does that mean? I have a mind of Christ. So this is actually very important because we're learning. We want to go back now and 
if there's anything we need to do more because it can be so depression can be so depressing <laughs> it can be no it can't like like there are many things to get you excited you can you're just looking like you can't do anything it's 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 terrible like maybe this week you've planned that ah this week will be so great blah blah blah. i'm going to do this and then maybe sunday night to monday the thing just comes upon you like your presence yeah. and the whole week you're down you wouldn't want to live lives of I, I don't think we understand yet the kind of life god has proposed for us to live here on earth this is not heaven no, on earth like there's a life whereby it's called the zoe life whereby every there's no darkness around you so everything that is even you call ch- challenge you call it challenge can only be on the physical and you you deal with it so until we come to that understanding mm. we'll keep going back and forth and think that it's just okay to be depressed is it anybody's fault no. no who wants to be depressed no nobody but then we're talking about spiritual angle now we've talked about chemical imbalance exercise now. so we're talking about spiritual angle now so it this comes to the revelation like your eyes of understanding being open to certain things yeah we're all getting there i'm not there yet too yeah thereby you nothing moves you nothing even the death of anybody doesn't move you yeah i'm i'm telling you yeah. honest fact not yeah. that oh we want people to die but you know you know what do you know what people like steven saw when they're stoning them to death stoning him to death I don't know. Did you? I don't know if you get the so glory. These things have been written. The Bible says, by example, we're dealing with it now on the spiritual aspect. When they're stoning these people, when they're putting John inside hot oil, and 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 then they're saying, "God forgive them." Stephen was saying, "God <laughs> forgive them." Someone is stoning you to death, and you're asking God. This their minds are no longer on this realm anymore. It's not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego hot fire. I'm I will run me. Mm. <laughs> I will I will run away or I will bow. I'm not I'm not lying. At that point they say bow down or else we'll burn you hot fire. What was in their mind then? You're facing death. This is death now one on one. That is a level of revelation they know that they said, How do I know? They said whether God saves us or not, we don't we don't care. If we die, we die. So at that until we come to a revelation of who we are, we'll still be struggling. And it's not no pressure on it, but it's a work in progress. It's something we should leave. You know, the Bible says we move from glory to gl- it's there. From glory to glory. So there's a realm of glory you get to in life that forgets like it is finished. Yeah. So that's the spiritual so glory. Let me um add to that spiritual conversation. I honestly I think like I wish uh, everybody would be more plain. I think we have this negative connotation for depression. Mm. You get right? People think depression is a bad thing or depression is a crazy thing. But I, but yeah, th- but I think depression is part of life. You get right? I think we all just need that ability to identify it when we're in that state and overcome it. Like being sincere. Like be sincere. I feel in this life, every one of us have gone through depression. Yeah. It could be a day. It could be an hour. It could be, it, it could be, um, it could be for a year. Some, some, some people won't last longer than, you know, expected. Yeah. But I feel like... Uh, every one of us in knowing one state or the other have, have gone through depression and if we haven't we might go through my my like what saved me like there was this point in my life now we're talking about it and, and i realized that i have been depressed once in my life and the thing that saved me and today i still don't take this guy's message for for granted i was going through um i was on youtube and i was listening to a lot of uh, messages and that period in my life nothing was working out you get I, I graduated from school i was going to like it was just a very very rough period for my life like i have actually thought of suicide 
you get right now as i remember like i forgot about it but now i'm re- remember that like I, I like i was in a stage where it's like oh many like i don't like i just feel like driving into something you get right i was in that stage and then i came across this message on youtube and and it it, 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 it was a message by bishop td jakes you get right and he was one of the first pastors with that accepted depression in my ear mm. oh man like i have so much love and respect for that man because mm, people might say things but he was so transparent with his life that i was listening to his message and i was crying why because he was telling me what he went through you get right this man serves god you get me right and in that moment of my life he was saying like something like like i know what you're going through right now you get me right you're going through this you're going through that but just keep coming keep coming like i got you like there's nothing sweeter than hearing someone that you relate with and hearing someone that you cannot relate with you get right i have no disrespect for any man of god you get right but excuse my language but i fuck with someone that eh, i've worked in my shoe you get right Maybe there's someone else that would love the other person that worked in the other show. But, like, I was going to, like, that's why I love uh, Joel Austin, too. You get it, right? God said, these people saved my life. Like, literally, these messages that I, I got so hooked on them that, eh, that was what I was listening to every, like, in order for me to get to where I am, mm, I was listening to, this was never, I was going to win as then, no. I was going to the normal church I was going to buy was still broken completely because everybody in the church was not speaking what I wanted to hear. Everybody was just saying kabash, pray, read Bible. But nobody was being honest with life with me that in life you will have challenges. In life you will be down. In life there are there'll be times where you don't want to wake up and do anything. Nada. You know, so when I started hearing these messages and hearing that you know, like, there is there, there, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You get me right? Darkness may come. You know, for, you know joy, um, we may enjoy for night. Joy comes in the morning. Like, this message of, of also, because the Bible knows when it says that joy comes in the morning. There will be times where you'll be dark. There will be times where you'll be broken. But you get me right? At the end of it all, like, joy is coming. You get me right? You serve God, yes. But that, but that does not mean that um, depression is not going to come your way or you will not go through challenges in life you get right but it's by the grace of god that's one reason why i love to serve god you get right because i know that i have gone through everything and it's god that have brought me out i would not come and sit here and say i didn't go to any, 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 any anything no i have gone through the most and that's the reason like that's why my resume is strong in god you you get right if someone asks me why do you serve god i'll tell you that see he has not failed me that that's the reason it's not because he was so perfect too like it's it, it's not because it was perfect having god it, it it was rough it was rough but even with that roughness you get me right mm-hmm. he saw me through so i wish like everybody would just fully identify and say look if you're going to depression don't say go and pray don't cast about no share story yeah like accept practical it practical way out accept it and say okay this is what you're going to i accept you i accept what you're going to you're not alone mm-hmm. letting people know that they are not alone is it's it's huge so that so, so someone will not go and think, okay, now nah, no, let me not follow for this group now. Nah, then I will just go and buy myself because you you are depressed. And everybody there is acting like they are fine. How can you relate with something like that? <laughs> yeah, you like for real. Like I wish, like I, me, like I won't lie to you. I love these two guys so much, Joel Austin and Bishop T D Jigs, because oh man, they saved my life. Like I was in that place where I was in complete darkness, darkness. 
and just listening to this guy's message every single day brought me to this place i am you get right so man like there's level to serving God, yeah, I believe. Maybe you, maybe some people have got to that point where they don't get depressed and all that. That that's okay. But there's some of us that are still growing in the, you know, in in. There's a possibility that we can raise lives. Yeah. Okay, so we've spoken about depression causes. We've gone to spiritual all realms. Now the problem is now the next question is how do we deal with it? You get right. So okay, yep, you get into that state where you're depressed. How do we deal with it? Solutions. Yes, sir. Um, one I want to go, right? So, yeah, God said, and then one. Oh yeah, so, quick one. Yeah. First thing, identify the issue. Um, you know, on ground. Why? Try to find out why. Um, you would know. You know why you're depressed. If something happened, you know how you're feeling it. Because, like I said last week, nothing happened super harsh. We've always said, you know, that found yourself in one of the categories that we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something that's not balanced <laughs> in your head. You know, seek for help. Speak out. Um, sometimes not even going as, to be honest, this is just repeating myself, but not even necessarily, yeah, therapy and all of that, you can do that too. Getting on to very serious shit. But um, more open to life, like we do. Weekends, all your job, you do all your work, and everything Monday to Friday. Find time, it's very important. Find time to relax. Yeah. Jesus being Jesus, he, he practiced that a lot. Find time to, to socialize, know your boundaries, of course, not opening the door so to every weekend activity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, things that can help like this. Like I said, some of the things that my eyes were open to really, really, really about the you know, we talk about business and other things. Some of the things that opened my eyes to like to greater possibilities where I, I I got them from this kind of garden we're having like weekends. Yeah. Not even from any pastor, from any, any expert pastor, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Just from, from ourselves, yeah. our mere self so that, that we don't even value enough. I know. So that that, <laughs> <laughs> that just that causes no. that causes that just causes a push. You ask how does what does it have to do with depression and all? That causes a push in me that if I was feeling that about something, I'm not excited because I'm seeing the possibility of doing something new, something, you know, great, you know. So, um, my point, to be honest, is first identify why. Yeah. You know, if you can know the root of the problem. Then you know how to solve it. I mean, then you can talk about applying solutions. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I'll say talk to somebody. Gotcha. That is so important. No man is an island. Yeah. You, there are times you go through things and you just want to keep it to yourself. And like, like we already stated earlier that there's so many things that actually triggers, you know, depression and all that. So when you're in that stage, yeah. speak to somebody. Someone might just have the answer to what you're looking for, or might just be able to lift up your spirit. Yeah. So for me, I think that's one important thing. And then, like, of course, whenever prayer is very important as well, because these are things. These are things that really keep me going. Because, like, I, I mean, anyway, let me not go. Deep, let me not. Let me not go deep into it. But like, just really pray and trust God also, because that's another important aspect of our lives. Yeah. And then, um, also talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. 
talk to somebody and be honest with yourself be very transparent because mm. i feel like a lot of times we're going through these things but we're not so we're not transparent with it. we think we we got it all, got it all yeah, yeah like be honest with yourself if you're dealing with depression you're dealing with depression whether you're a christian you're a muslim you don't believe in god if you're dealing with it you're dealing with it be honest with yourself so that's i think that's just my two cents four cents to give us <laughs> well um what elena said um is definitely correct talk to not just anybody talk to a professional because um, you don't want to talk to the wrong person exactly. and they're they making they you make feel they make you feel guilty <laughs> that you shouldn't be going through this. <laughs> Thank you. Like that they're, they're like looking down, oh, you probably have sinned several times. That's why you're going through this. You know, talk to a professional, somebody that will help you. Even if it's to get a if you're a Christian, get a Christian um, therapist. Because the person I do have, she's a Christian as well. And, like, she, like, helps me, uh, like, in ways, read this book, read that book. Just talk to somebody. Because I feel like if I didn't talk to someone, I don't know where I would be now. Because mm. I, um, I'm not the outgoing type. I'd rather stay in my own room and, like, just chill and probably do nothing just stare into the abuse but like still um having that conversation with someone just made me want to like okay and also making up your mind that i want to get out of this because yeah. if you if if you're talking to somebody and you don't eh, let me just talk to them because i'm talking to them yeah they're just collecting your money and you are not improving make up that mind that okay i would like to not be in this state anymore it's going to it's going to take a lot it's going to take a lot. It also takes a community. Have people that you that you can that will like pick like up after you, then they can remind you. Oh, you know this is what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Keep at it. You get better. Someone to affirm, give you words of affirmation. Words of yeah, to yeah, like, yeah, cause yeah. sometimes you can just like even in this garden that we're by ourselves. When everyone ends up going to their um, daily activities. Just being able to like hit up somebody and be like, "Oh, I'm feeling this way." Just, just calm me down, or like, just say something nice. You don't, you don't even have to like preach and do all that. One. But like, just say, "Oh, you're loved. God loves you. Mm-hmm. Like, you get through this." Yeah, just yeah, yeah. words of um, affirmation and be ready to come out of it because that's the only thing. Like I said earlier, that's the only thing that can help you get better make up your mind that I don't want to go through this. Yeah. I feel like that's where I am at this point. I don't want to go through this. So I would rather go out, not stay at home during the weekends, go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, make that effort. Take a walk. They've said it several times. Take a walk and all of that. I did also want to say something in the middle of like all the conversation. There is a difference between being sad I'm being depressed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people used to they 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 <laughs> like interchange. Some people like, oh, I'm depressed. And depression is is like Godsey mentioned. It's a mood disorder. It's it's affecting your daily life, like daily activities that you can't get up to do anything. Yeah. Sadness is just an emotion that you experience yeah. at that moment, at that at that time. Yeah, and and you can snap out of it. But depression can keep you on choke you. Depression, <laughs> depression, <laughs> depression, is, so, depression is so bad that you can be watching a comedy show, huh? 
it's and he's <laughs> making it worse, <laughs> and he's making it worse. I've been there. Yeah. So, um, see somebody. Make that determination that you'd like to get out of this. Gotcha. Address other issues because Gosling also mentioned anxiety. There's something they call comorbidities. It's like when to um, not just mental, when to disorders or diseases are appearing at the same time. So you can have depression, you can now oh, develop oh. anxiety, or you can have depression or devel- develop um, panic disorder. Like you're hyperventilating, mm-hmm. like it just mm-hmm. comes on. So, um, just being able to, like, um, like I said again, be with um, people that can you can have conversations with. Be ready to like open up. Yeah. Learn. Be, yes, be ready to learn and um, also being a like I know they've been talking about like the spiritual side of it. Also being a state where you would like to like um, go deeper with God because I feel like it helps you too. I mean, I'm in that stage, but I really don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I hope that I get past it, but I'm in that stage where I really don't care. But I, I just, yes. it's just a passing moment. That's why I see myself as now. Word. It's just a passing moment, and I will get through it. Amen. 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 No, it's tell it. Yep. Oh, uh, so for me, I think. Um, before we get into this depression thing, it starts with a bad mood. It starts with a bad moment. Maybe someone saying one thing and now uh, another person doing something else. And like, it, it, depression doesn't just come on you like full on. I am depression. That's it. Mm-hmm. It starts off with like little little things that accumulate into bigger things. And so I guess, uh, like everybody has said, um, I agree that something is happening now. Yeah. Uh, and so for me, well. I guess this is just my own nature, but then for people that are not uh, not quick to sensing things that go on, maybe something has happened, but you're not really picking it up until now it's now big. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I guess the one thing that you want to do is, like Eleanor said, agree that something that is bigger than me is happening now and I need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, as Wanda said, uh, you have to want to change. You have to want to not be in that state anymore. Because if you're craving the state, then I guess there's nothing any other person can do, even if they speak to you in the deepest of words. So you you get you you just first thing need to understand that okay something is happening and I need help, and then you need to actually need the help, like want the help. And when the help comes, do um, the processes that is needed. Follow gotcha. what is being required for you to do for your for your help to come. Okay, okay. So, uh, let me throw my own into. Oh, so, um, from personal experience, I think a solution to it is um, speak out. Speak out. Like, a, a lot of us, um, we're in this world where we don't want to express our feelings, you know. We want to hide out how we feel. We want to act tough, you know, act like, hey. I'm untouchable. Yeah, depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you say what you're feeling, it's like you're losing a a, a part of you. You're losing a part of you. You get right? Yeah. Like, 
like if you if 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 you follow me on, on on instagram sometimes i just post things that i'm feeling like i could just post some like i'll just write something like this um something they don't even feel like working out or like i could just say something like it's okay to it's okay to feel not okay that's a ju- that's just exactly how i'm feeling though you get me right but i am saying it out there i'm identifying it and then i'm also saying something helpful about it like uh, a few days ago I, I i i publicly wrote like i'm grieving and and you know i don't even know when i'm going to get out of it and just by saying that it was it, t- it took a lot out of me to identify that i'm grieving and then it was the first person i sent it to the like and i told it because i really didn't want to keep it inside me i wanted someone to know what i was going through because i realized that as we as humans we need to grieve when it ha- when we have to you get it, right there are times where we all go into that moment where we we grieve but the ability not to accept that we're grieving is what might even kill us we might be going through something heavily but we don't accept that no we are not so we are not so we are not and then slowly it's 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 biting it's biting it's biting it then you know so identify it and then you know even if you can't ask for help you know just put signs out there you know like hey i i i, I think i'm going through this you get me right and then people that really care will reach out to you like when i wrote that people were just you know randomly messaging me and saying hey hope you're okay like i was literally at work and then someone would just run from nowhere and come and hug me and just like are, are you okay are you okay and i was like wow like literally people really you know people really care about you, you know so that kind of like helped me was now helping me feel better you get it, right so it's also receive when you ask for help be able to receive it yeah. some of us we ask for help and then when the help comes we don't want to receive it yeah like like you know it's like funny thing someone hugged me and i didn't know how to receive hug and I was trying to hug back oh, in. And she was like, no, 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 don't hug me. I am hugging you. You get right? I want you to receive, <laughs> I want you to receive this hug. So, you know, I'm using myself as an example because I've been in that situation where I used to feel like I'm untouchable. Uh, yes, I used to feel like I'm untouchable. Like, I would never feel pain. I never, no pain, no, like, I don't know pain, you know. But, but, Odeshi, but now I'm accepting my pain that, look, I am in pain. I am, you know. Because I realized that when you keep stacking pain, they just uh, and one and, and all of a sudden they just hit you, come in like, like bomb. Yeah, yeah. So it and and that's very very bad. So you know, um, yeah, I identify it and you know ask for help. And when you ask for help, you know, be willing to receive help because definitely what you ask for, you will receive. You know. So yeah, that's that's what I can say. Yeah. So I also wanted to add something. See, um, this asking for help is not. I think Phil has already said it. It's not just like stating, okay, I want help, and then just expecting anything. Like, you have to, it has to be like the right person, the right source, the right. um, Because aside the fact that somebody could actually escalate the whole situation, you not not receiving, because one thing with asking is there's expectation that comes with it. And you not getting the help the way that you're thinking that you should get the help will escalate the issue. I've experienced anything where, like, sometimes I will ask for something, and then I'm looking at this door, expecting that the help is coming from this door. Meanwhile, the help has come, and I didn't even realize yeah, it. Right, yeah. So, as knowing, I, before you even come to the place that you're opening your mouth to ask, yeah. know the people around you that you think can help you in this situation. And when there is no one around you that can help with that situation, yeah. begin to find other ways, or like other places, places that you know that okay, now this is me going out of my way. Um, uh, this is me going, th- taking the risk basically, yeah. and going 
after my but then don't just oh okay this is what because sometimes sometimes the issue is we um experience the joy of people responding to the fact that we're grieving not grieving but like in that scenario we would just enjoy the fact that oh well, everybody was coming for me and then you don't really cure the actual situation that was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't oh that's what you're saying. You don't actually cure the actual situation that was there because you just embrace the I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I I, I the hope I. Benefits of it, but yeah, you don't. The cure does not really, really come. It doesn't yeah, pass through. Yeah. So, like, we need to know how the people that we're asking this help from, and um, if it is a situ- situation where like the help is not right within our circle, then extend it to wherever that you know that. Like she said, yeah, professional help. Like go to an actual place where you know that okay, this is me, doing the most because I don't have anyone around. Gotcha. Because uh, sometimes. Well, it depends, Chad, because for some people, or for me, myself, there are certain places, like, I've said it, I remember one time I was saying how, like, if I'm in, prob- in if I'm in a trouble, in, if I'm in a situation, and, um, like, within me, the circle that I had at the time, I wouldn't have told anyone that I was in a situation, like, in, in anything bad. I wouldn't have told anyone that circle that I had. I would rather stay outside, and I am usually a person that would rather say say to other people that are out of my circle that this is what is happening to me. And when I'm doing that, it's not because I'm looking for cure. It's really because I'm trying, that's my own therapy. Like, I me mean, saying it out is like, I just give you my problem, now you can go with it. That sort of thing. So, like, I'm just saying that if you're asked, I think I'm saying too much now. But if you're, if, you're, if you're needing help or anything, make sure you're doing it to the right source. Yeah. That makes sense. One that's raising up so um kind of going off topic about when you talk about losing somebody let yourself feel the grief for real don't rush it don't rush hey someone told me that someone said if it takes one year to grieve something don't rush it don't rush it or else it will don't rush it feel all the emotions cry um be angry whatever it is feel it because if you don't like empty whatever it is out of your system it will keep coming back because um there are so many t- my um i think december will be four years since i lost my father now and i i it, 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 i'm like oh i totally forget that i actually lost my father sometimes i actually totally forget until when i'm in a situation when somebody i don't know brings it up i'm like okay you will have to bring that up just let yourself feel that grief yeah. even if you're like in a type of sadness let yourself feel it because if you try to rush it it will definitely come back. You're playing yourself. <laughs> you're playing. Your, no, you're, you are. Someone told me that. Too. Just if let it, if it's marinate, let it let <laughs> it stay where I was saying, eh? And then come out of it feeling a better, like a better person, feeling yeah. a lot better. You know that that um that weight has left your shoulders. I mean, once in a while, it will come and go. Oh, yeah. But you're not, you're not. Once when you think about it, it won't, it wouldn't bring um, some type of um, sadness, sadness, some type of like um, emotional change or whatever darkness to you. Around, Thank yeah. you. Some type of like darkness over you when you hear or when you think back to this. Let yourself feel and the depression. Oh, uh, sorry, the grief. the grief. Do not rush. Do not rush it. That's that's that was like literally the icing on the cake. Wanda just um dropped that last bomb. Thank you so much, Wanda, <laughs> for summarizing this episode. Uh, I've come to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for joining me on today's conversation, talking about dealing with depression. 
on this episode we were, we were able to identify what you know define what depression is what causes depression and then we also spoke about solutions we all we all shared our individual stories of how we've been depressed one way or the other and how we got help so with that said i hope you guys learned something out of this conversation we're looking forward to having more conversations if this is your first time listening to the podcast please please subscribe for more content till we meet again be blessed peace